to avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a podcast. Only a podcast. Only a podcast. Howdy, y'all. This is Postman, and I am here with uh, my podcast partner, Lady Winters, and a very special guest. We have Diana Prince, who is also known as Darcy the Mail Girl from Joe Bob Briggs' Last Drive-In. So, Miss Diana, it's good to have you here, and I wanted to welcome you on behalf of the Midnight Manor Podcast. Oh, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. All right, Lady Winters, do you want to start with a question? Yes, thank you for being a guest on the Midnight Manor, and your voice is so sweet, and thank you, thank you so much for being here. It's totally my pleasure. Thanks for asking. (laughs) So I have a question for you. Sure. What was probably one of the first horror movies that you saw and you thought to yourself, yeah, I think I'm really going to dig horror? Well, I know the very first one I ever got through was Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Um, Before that, I tried to watch things like Nightmare on Elm Street, and I just couldn't make it all the way through. I would scream and cry and run out the room and sleep with the lights on forever. But Friday the 13th, part four was when I was obsessed with Corey Feldman, and I just had to watch everything he was in. So I was like, I am going to watch this all the way through, and I did. And I was like, holy shit, (laughs) what have I been doing with myself? And then I just started watching like every Friday the 13th. And then from there, I was like, well, I'm brave enough to venture out and just started gobbling up every horror from then on. How old do you think you were? Maybe 10? Around then? I, I, I think that you and Lady Winters are probably in the same general age range. So you probably have common experiences growing up. I'm about 10 years older than Lady Winters, but we have that shared experience of being able to watch movies in the theater, the drive-in and the video store. So my question is going to be, were you more into movie theaters or were you a video store junkie? Um, well, when I was very little, I, I wasn't really allowed to do either. Um, yeah, uh, it wasn't until I was older that I could um, make my own choice to go to, gosh, that's actually a very involved question. I don't want to get too deep on you, but so my parents didn't want to rent anything like that. Um, we kind of just were given whatever movies, like you're watching The Nutty Professor. Cool. Great. Thanks. Um, and then like once I got married, I got married at like 15, he was super controlling. And so like he would give me whatever movie. It's like, great. Nutty Professor again. That's awesome. Thanks. So like. <laughs> Finally, like the way I got it would be like, you know, whatever was on cable or whatever, or I'd try to get like friends to sneak me, like, can you record this, man? You have showtime or whatever. And they'd flip me a movie and stuff like that. So, um, and we were poor. So, like, going to the movie theater, like, what? <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, um, my preference once I got older was definitely like video stores are just heaven, like, just walking through and like, looking at the covers and then actually having the power to buy like rent one of them like I can make my choice and I can rent popcorn or whatever like this is amazing so most did you really popcorn we love popcorn I love popcorn I remember staring longingly at that box cover forever and like please please I just want this one so bad 
Wow, we talked about popcorn last week, and I got to meet Jill Schloellen last year, and that is such an amazing movie. I told Lady Winters how it was filmed in Jamaica, of all places, and it had such a great cast. You had Jill Schloellen, you had Tom Villard, I believe, and then just, oh, and um, Mr. Hand was in there, uh, Ray Wallstone, and everything about that movie was just awesome because it had a mutual shared interest we have of old school movie theaters and just that experience. And that's what made the movie so amazing. Totally. And don't forget Kristen Glover's dad's in there. <laughs> oh, that's right. He is. I told him that's like my favorite movie of his. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, no, you were in popcorn, dude. You don't even know. Wow. Yeah, you should be really awesome. proud of that. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Now, let me ask you, Miss um, Diana, how did you get the gig with uh, Joe Bob Briggs? Uh, long story short, um, I he was doing uh, like book tours for his freaking rocket science book. He wrote about like satellite phones. That's like so long and so scientific. But he was doing wow. his John Bloom, and he had an appearance in San Francisco, and I'm in LA, and I'm like that's close enough for me. <laughs> so I booked a flight to San Francisco to go to his book signing because I always wanted to meet him and just be like you're freaking awesome and I decided to dress up like kind of low-key but not that low-key as like a male girl to go meet him and when I got there I was I I was late and I walked in and it was like I figured it'd just be a whole bunch of Joe Bomb fans and stuff but so it wasn't it was all like science people so I walked in in my stupid male girl outfit and everybody's like what are you doing here and so of course he noticed and I was like I felt so bad but anyway he could tell I was like embarrassed and I didn't want to talk to him afterwards and I was trying to run out but he didn't let me. And I started talking to him. He was really cool. He's like, no, it's super cool that you did that. Don't worry about it. And so I got to know him that way and told him, like, like, of course, my first question is, are you coming back? And he's like, no, like, the world has changed and there's no room for me anymore and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's bullshit. And so, like, we just kept kind of talking, um, you know, long distance, he's in New York and I'm in LA and I just be constantly, we need you back. We need you back. Like just make YouTube videos, just make a podcast, just do anything, just do something. And he's like, no, no, no. Anyway. So after like two years or something of just constantly come back, come back, come back, come back. Um, Austin and Matt, who are now our director and producer also came to him and they're like, we need you back. But they actually had a project that he could do. It's like Shutter's going to give you this big, goodbye special because like it really bugged us all that we were monster vision fans and he didn't really get a proper goodbye you know like it was just gone one day so we're like at the very least you can have a way to say goodbye to your fans and whatever i'm like yeah and and jb was like you think i should do that is that a good idea i'm like hell yeah that's a good idea and he's like okay well i need a male girl do you want to do it i'm like mm, i don't know <laughs> so he's like like he kind of i honestly did not like in theory, I should want to be a male girl. And when I was little, I wanted to be a male girl. And I wrote in actually a letter back in the day. I'm like, when I'm old enough, I would like to work for you, please. And um, he's like, well, do it now. And it's so scary. But he's like, I really need you. Like, I need the support. We need somebody that'll work for free. Just come to it. So I did. And I was terrified, but also I wanted that to get put out. So like, I did the best I could. And like, help get it done and then once it just kind of took off I guess um he said well let's keep doing it do you want to keep doing it I'm like I don't think so <laughs> he's like no you want to keep doing it so let's just 
you know, you're the male girl, come back. I still need you. Like, okay. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you stayed on him. I mean, because him saying that the world's changed. Yeah. From like the outside, it seems that way, but underneath it all, it's still the same and we still love him. And we're so, so glad that you're the male girl. Well, thank you for that. And I'm just, I'm so glad that people, that he gets to see how much people care about him because he didn't know, like, that's one thing I was doing when I kept trying to convince him was like putting out online, like, wouldn't it be great if Joe Bob was back and like showing him the responses I would get. And then when the, the first marathon happened and the internet broke, quote unquote, like I was so excited for him. I was like running around crying and like, look at this. And he's like, what does that even mean? People can't see it. This is terrible. I'm like, no, it's great. Be happy. <laughs> I remember so, that I, night because because I was so excited to jump in and watch and it, it was unavailable. I thought, oh, this stings. Oh, but that, it was so wait great. A minute. Yeah, but then, but then I thought about it. Oh my God, that means they flooded the servers. That means yeah. people want to watch this. They flooded that- everything. The like Sundance, the AMC, everything just like was down because so many people tuned in. And I was just so excited for him. I was like, I told you, people missed you, dude. Like they want to see this. So, and since then, like being able to go to cons and, and appearances with him and people coming up and telling him how much he's meant to him. Like he constantly comes to me and is like, how is it possible that people are this affected by my stupid little show? I'm like, just trust me like you mean a lot to all of us and you have and he's like he had no idea when monster vision was on he's like i did my little show in the like this little niche that just went out to kind of nowhere and then never heard like feedback on it or anything so he didn't really realize like how much of us many of us were watching it all the time and depending on him to be there like you know every saturday night like we were living for joe bomb yeah (laughs) it's awesome he gets to see that now yeah, so that's the beauty of the fan experience. I know I used to watch it whenever I could, and I just loved his shtick. You know, he wasn't your typical movie critic. He was a just an average guy sitting down, drinking a beer, and he would talk about movies I loved. You know, the the horror movies, the 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 bad movies, the fun movies. He didn't <laughs> talk about you know Out of Africa or um, Oh my god, Studio. I know. No, he I'm talked about you know. like Shopping Mall or and, yeah. and Reanimator. You know, those kind and he of talked movies. about it with love. He wasn't talking shit about them, you know. He's like, you know, watch Toffee Mall at Rocks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a serious yeah, movie does, critic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now, I remember my experiences. I remember writing a letter to Honey and, you know, just telling her how much I appreciated her, you know, because, of course, I was a young guy. I thought how beautiful she was. And she wrote me back and said, oh, thank you, sweetheart. And make sure you drink your milk. Speaking of that, <laughs> tell me about your experience meeting Honey. Um, it was great. Um, I was very intimidated when I first found out she was going to be there. I was like, I don't know what to say. I can't meet her. (laughs) So, um, I, instead of like freaking out, I decided, well, let's just make a trivia and let her know that she was like a big part of my life when I was little too. And so I dressed up as her for our, when I met her and she immediately got it. Like, she's like, oh, that's the outfit I wore actually several episodes. She's like, oh, that's so cool. I love it. And we ended up um, hanging out that night. And then the next day she had, like, she lived a couple hours away, but she drove into our show in, in Louisville and she wasn't driving back for a few hours. So she actually, my whole, like a bunch of my family had gone up to Louisville too. So she went with me and my family and we went to like 
cheesecake factory and like walked around the mall for hours and I'm like this is the most bizarre turn of events right here but now we're like you know texting buddies and it's interesting she's cool <laughs> a couple of questions real quick what's your favorite color <laughs> um <laughs> like Pepto-Bismol pink <laughs> Ooh, I like okay and what is your favorite song at the moment Ah, my favorite song is probably Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. Nice. Oh, wow. Wow. They also tell awesome. me yours. What's your favorite colors and song? <laughs> oh, mine? Yeah. Um, gosh, my favorite color would probably like a turquoise. Nice. And uh, my favorite song, I have so many. I'm like a, a music junkie, but I kind of like Little Peep. <laughs> I don't know if you know who he is, but um, I like... Uh, Red light, or right. no, it's called spotlight. Yeah, that's what it's called. Sorry, I got kind of starstruck, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is very hard to do with me, by the way. I just want you to know. Oh, yeah, I'm for honored. Me, yeah, for <laughs> me, my favorite my favorite color is maroon because I went to Texas A&M. But my favorite songs, I used like I like peppy songs. So like this morning, I was listening to Breakfast in America because I felt like we need something to lift our spirits. So I love songs like that or Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. I love those kind of songs. The songs that just empower you and make you say, damn right, I'm going to go out there and kick ass. Yeah, that's how Pet Cemetery makes me feel. (laughs) Absolutely. That's awesome. Now, Miss Diana, you had the opportunity to meet some of your favorite actors on this show. Who are the ones that just made you get all giddy? Ooh, um, well, everyone so far. <laughs> like um, Barbara Crampton, like the first <gasps> time we met yes. her, um, like the night before we were supposed to shoot, she, um, Joe Bob's like, oh, come have dinner at this Mexican restaurant. I'm like, okay. Didn't tell me Barbara Crampton's there. And I had to sit next to her and like eat messy tacos and stuff. I'm like, thanks for the fucking warning on that. Like, and I was just sitting there like, in awe, like, how are you? And she's all talking like she's a normal person. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I, and I, will Barbara- say, I can't say yet who our first guest is, but we should be able to announce it pretty soon. But you keep that two, secret. We have two guests coming up and both of them are insane to me. But the second one in particular is someone I've been a fan of for fucking ever. So, like, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> like, awesome. Okay. How are you doing, fellow guy that, or person that's going to be on the show? How are you? That's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> I know you had an awesome uh, moment with Michael Berryman. T- tell yeah. us about that. Well, he's just, of course, I was intimidated to meet him, too. And he didn't know anything about the doll or what we were doing with it. And um, so JB was just interviewing him and they said, go, go take it out. And I showed him and just the look on his face when he saw it was just like, like I have it screenshot it. He got the biggest smile. He's like, oh my God. And he's just, he was so happy. And then like after we were off the air or whatever, he was just, he was so nice and he was so excited about it. And he was like, I hope it gets you a thousand dollars. And I was like, yeah, good luck with that. Like, there's no way we're getting a thousand dollars for this, but it turned out we totally did. We raised like a thousand dollars for the Wolf Sanctuary, which is a charity that he picked out because he's really involved with them. And I that was just completely amazing all around that that happened and that it worked out so well. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Did you want to ask her anything, Lady Winters? Well, I just want her to give a shout out to Turtle Man and also just wish. Dave and Bone Shatter, 
Good luck on their marriage next year. Wow. Okay. So Turtle Man? Yes. All right. What's up, Turtle Man? And Dave and Bone Shatter, the best of luck on your marriage. It's going to be so good. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. They'll appreciate that's, that. That's great. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, I met uh, Barbara Crampton at Texas Frightmare last year. And like you, I was really nervous about meeting her because I was afraid I was going to go up to her and she would just look at me and be like, oh, okay, and just sign and go. Mm-hmm. I approached her table. I mentioned my name was Losman. She immediately looked up at me, put her pen down, got up, and just said, come, give me a hug right now. Aww. Because I built such a rapport with her on, on Twitter. And I was just so excited because she knew who I was. It's like when I met Aww. you for the first time, Miss Diana. I remember it was it was at a screening of um, the uh, basket case. And I remember I texted you asking if you were here. She said, yeah, I'm here. I'm thinking, oh, cool. So as soon as I saw you were there, I went up to you, said hi. And you recognized me. And it was awesome. And I was like, oh, my God. It's awesome. I, I, mean, I, mean, I, totally I remember it. that. It was one of the first appearances I did. And I was nervous as hell. So it was like awesome to see a friendly face i'm like oh and that's (laughs) and that's why i was so excited to meet you because i was telling you that night it's okay you are doing great miss diana you're fine (laughs) you know and i know you were nervous but you know what i wanted to boost you because that's what i do i love empowering people i mean i do it all the time for lady winters lady (laughs) winters is one of my favorites hey los does she not just own the room when she's in a room like you just can't stop looking at her it's like oh oh Oh, yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's, I'll, I'll tell you this. I love you on the show because, you know, they, they put you on as the male girl. But to me, you're the bonafide co-host of that show. You offer insightful commentary. You have opinions that are controversial, but you stand by them. That's what I love about you. Mm-hmm. You're not just someone who says, oh, I like this movie just because it's different from what you say. No, you, you tell people, hey, I think Halloween 3 is the best Halloween movie. And it's because this, this, this. And I, I love that about, about you. It, it shows that you, it shows you're a true fan of horror and that's awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to let JB bully me into saying Texas Chainsaw Massacre original is better than the remake because it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Me and Lady Winters went to a recent convention, uh, the cult classic convention. So we got a chance to to go to that so bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, we got a chance to meet Linnea Quigley, we met Brink Stevens, we met Michael Berryman, we met Amelia Kincaid. We had such a great time. Now, now what's really kind of sad is that what's going on with the virus is putting a, a cramp on uh, convention activities. So let me ask you, what kind of activities are keeping you busy these days? Um, well, I'm doing as much online now as I can, like a lot of the meetings and like, writing stuff and whatnot I can still do from here so there's a lot of that um just just I guess everything online there's just still so much you can do that way that I don't feel too deprived I know a lot lot of our appearances and stuff got canceled and that's kind of a bummer but um you know gotta do what you gotta do right now I guess (laughs) yeah Okay. okay did you want to say something else to her Lady Winters Just really quick, and then we'll leave you alone. (laughs) Okay, so whenever y'all decide to get back on the road and all this virus is behind us, please, please, please keep your eye on the Ridgely and Fort Worth if y'all ever decide to do a show, because that is a Joe Bob Riggs theater, and it would be so much fun to get the horror community of Fort Worth 
into Fort Worth at the Ridgely Theater. Like y'all have to go check it out one of these days. I will absolutely send that to his booker. It's like he'll go wherever, <laughs> whatever theater wants him will be there. So Fort Worth is one I know that we've actually had a lot of people requesting for and he likes going there anyway. So I will write that down and send it to his booker and hopefully sometime soon we'll be there. Awesome. Well, I know I uh, mentioned that the other day to uh, Lady Diana. That was a secret I was going to keep from Lady Winters, but I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, we're both fans of you and Joe Bob. I've met you twice. Actually, I've met you, almost met you three times. I just didn't get a chance to see you at Texas Frightmare. But every time I've met you, it was wonderful. It was just a joy. I mean, you are a true, true queen of the horror movie scene and I know I, I'm I'm going to be a big fan, and I'm glad we're friends. I know Lady Winters loves you, so Always. That's, so that's okay. why I'm glad. That's why I'm <laughs> glad you were able to join us on this interview because we wanted to reach out to you and let you know how much we appreciate you and all that you've done for the horror fan community. That's incredibly kind of you to say. Thank you very much, and I love you both too. And you do so much too. Well, thank you. Well, well, we'll go and let you go, Lady Diana. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Well, I'm so glad you can join us here and uh, we'll uh, go ahead and commence this interview and uh, wish Lady Diana a good day. 